Options Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I am your host, Kyron Morrison. I am joined by my good friend and co-host, Brendan Hill. How are you doing? I'm going all right. You're doing yeah. well? We're riding I'm that Star Wars pretty... high. Yeah, man, it's busy times. Everywhere. Star Wars yeah. on our TV. Yep. We're recapping the movies. Oh, We're God. playing the games. Yep. Whether downloading the MMOs, whether that's well advised or not. Oh yeah, we did do that as well. We did do that. Yeah, yeah we did do that. Uh, but yeah, what's could be doing well? Um, speaking of Star Wars, are you ready for Rise of Skywalker next week? Oh, <laughs> look, I, it's one of those game, one of those uh, movies. Like it's a phenomenon, right? And I know that I want it, and I know that I'm excited for it. So I've turned it off in my yeah, brain, no, that's and it's like it's something to do it. I've, something that I've sort of. Uh, I don't think it's a skill, but I think it's like something that I've learned to do over the years. When you know you want something, you're definitely getting it, so you stop caring about it. So I'm just like, cool, now I don't have to wait for it, because and I don't need to worry about it. It's coming. I'm going to watch the shit out of it, uh, and I'm probably going to love it, so now I'm just going to Yeah, you, can, it just, out. you yep. can just hang out and wait for, geez, just, just over a week. Yep. It's so close. Oh, wow, it is really close. <laughs> so this is part of me clocking out on it, because I don't realize when stuff's of due. That's fair, though. Yep. If it works, it works. Yeah. Um... I think since we're already on the Star Wars topic, and honestly, I still don't want to talk too much about Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. We have really watched the prequels, though. Oh uh, boy, they boy, we they, did. They didn't hold up well. No, I don't. I don't think we expected them to. Look, no, and but, they, uh, they they go in. You know, you there's that fugue around the prequels, right? They get honestly pretty. Unless you're on, you know, Reddit slash prequel memes. Uh, otherwise, they get pretty universally panned people a lot of people don't think they're that good and they don't hold up or even they weren't good at the time so we give them the benefit of the doubt <laughs> oh boy they're not that good they're really not <laughs> uh yeah like phantom menace just wow wow that's some racism yep wow take um, the clones just really creepy super creepy yeah yep um and that, honestly, I hadn't remembered that. I remembered Attack of the Clones having pretty bad writing and a and a um, love story that was honestly just kind of completely forced and written because it had to be there. Yeah. But I did not expect the level of cringy rape eyes <laughs> that you were getting. It's just... Yeah. Oh, a lot, boy. A lot of Anakin's dialogue is just really... It makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Range of a Sith honestly held up the best. But honestly, yeah. even, if, even at the time of watching the prequels originally... It was the the better of the three, I yep. feel, and it still has some very bad things in it. <laughs> Absolutely, um, I think uh, our friend Broad had the best advice about the prequel trilogy: is you watch them as Palpatine's story. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, as the only character who actually has drive and a plot and a motivation <laughs> to to advance the story, because everyone else just kind of has stuff happen to them. Well, as you, as you pointed out when we were watching them, like Ian McDermott, yep. clearly loving it. Yeah, loving it. <laughs> How often do you get how often do you get handed a role like that and you know you're gonna be in it for those three movies, you're gonna be the same actor all the way through, and you're just gonna be able to just chew all the scenery, just eat it up. It's there for you. It's well, a gingerbread eat. house. The whole set. <laughs> CG gingerbread house. And he went to town. He went to town. But, uh, we're 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 past we passed solo and now it's, it's all uphill. It's I'm just so good excited. Here. I'm so excited. And we are running out of time, so yeah. we have to sort of Yeah, we're gonna have soon. to really smash those out. Um, I enjoyed Solo more than I think that I did the first time. 
to be honest, rewatching yeah. it. Yeah. Again, I, I think it does help coming straight off, straight off of prequels. Oh, yeah, that's right. You get that whole like, so it's that like, fresh well, you know quality. What? Like, at least the, some of our scenes feel like they're better written. Yeah, yeah. Some genuine dialogue. Some great performances see. in here yeah. that I'm actually liking more. All actors. Like, they're all <laughs> actors, so that's a start. Everyone here is an actor. Um, Donald Glover is Donald Glover Carisian. Yeah, is is Donald Glover is carrying all of his scenes and most of everybody else's. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> Hope his back's okay. Just so many stars for da- every scene with <laughs> Donald Glover in it. He's just incredible. Um, and you know, Chewie did all right. I thought he was as far as being a Wookie, Chewie, yeah. as far as being a Wookiee and not really getting any lines, but he actually. They've got to put him in every movie. you got to put Chewie in everything. He's always got to be referenced. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Same with 3PO. That's it. That, no 3PO in this one. No. No 3PO. So, Blemish yeah. Record. Was he in Rogue One at all? Did he appear at the end? I don't uh, remember. I don't, I don't remember. We'll find out soon when we get back to it. Yeah. Well, uh, in that case, we'll keep this Star Wars conversation going as we move into the quest log. Mission completed. <laughs> Quest log. So, quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment, and as you probably guessed from the top of the show, it is Star Wars. We have both played and now both finished Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. That makes me wonder how many games in that franchise they intend to make. Yeah, I know. Well, because yeah. I I keep seeing it called just because it is Star Wars Jedi: Cola. Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Yeah. So is it is it Fallen Order? That they're going to go with, or is it because it's it, they can't? How many games can you make that are just called Jedi, Star Wars Jedi? I mean, they had like the Jedi, yeah, Knight was it or Jedi Academy? Was that what they yeah, made? yeah, yeah, uh, Jedi Jedi Knight, Dark Forces, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, Dark Forces, better better game name than Jedi. It is, it, it is. is. You're not wrong. Um, interesting to know that if we actually go by the name of the game in the on the games like splash screen it's actually star wars jedi fallen order ea <laughs> ea really yeah, wants you to know that they okayed this yeah it's in there they, they said you know what maybe not just a, a loot box shooter let's uh <laughs> well, maybe not just a casino for kids let's let's make a game pop your name on it off you go work respawn yeah uh but yeah so we've played that and finished it now i don't believe we're going to go too far into spoilers because it is still pretty fresh and yeah. honestly hey if you want to be spoiled there are plenty of trailers that EA have put out that will spoil it for you. Oh boy, they have. Hey, oh boy, they boy. have. Yeah. Uh, and that was a good plot point too. Like I did not see uh, see that coming, to be honest. I thought, no, nah, they won't do that. Uh, even though it was rumoured and assumed. But no, apparently if you've been watching ads for it, if you've been thinking about whether you're going to get it or not, you probably already know. Yeah. Sorry for your loss. Yeah. So I think the first point to touch on is that we finally got a Star Wars video game. That's not yeah. a shooter. Yeah, a it's single not, player. not Battlefront. Like, with a story. Yes. Action-adventure. Yes. Yeah, it's not 13-13. Characters. Characters. Like, plot. I would argue, maybe not, it's not finely tuned, but the combat is fun when it works. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely, there's there's gaps in it. Like, not, we can't all be Sekiro. We can't. Uh, so or God can't. of War. Yeah, or God of War. Both of but, which I think it's sort of, it's sort of aiming to be, or try to be. But it's it's definitely fun. It's definitely engaging. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. Um, the powers are, you know, your force powers are varied enough to make them worthwhile. Your combat powers and your combat abilities are pretty cool. I like how you get your force powers, like the, the main ones. Yes. I don't know if we can talk too much about that being spoiled. Yeah, but it's almost like it's a... Um, 
it's it's like you're recovering yeah more than you're discovering i guess yeah yeah yeah. so it's it's like metroid prime yeah exactly yeah there you go (laughs) there you go metroid prime um but it, I thought it was really good. I yeah, thought it was, yeah. I thought that all of that sequence was really good. Um, I did like not going into the story. Really liked it. Really liked yes. nearly all the characters. I can't think of any. There was maybe it, one sub boss character that probably could have been more fleshed out. Yeah. Um, I think I might know. I think I might know who you mean. Um, I and there's a trophy that tells you the boss's name, but that's the only time you find it out <laughs> in the trophy. And I'm kind of like, all right, we could have done with a bit more. Yeah. I even looked up the codex thing afterwards. I was like, oh, let's find out who that was. Oh, no. Just doesn't say. Nothing. Nothing. Nobody. No. Uh, I've lost my train of thought now. Where was I? Where'd it go? Um, it, characters? It, it's gotten lost, what? much like me playing this game sometimes. Because... Oh, boy, the map is not great. So, yeah, I guess we should probably touch on... Well, we'll go through it. But first of all, I mentioned Metroid Prime earlier, which is mm-hmm. honestly a thought of that because, honestly, this game is also... I want to say somewhat of a Metroidvania because I don't think it does a very good job of being completely like that. Yeah, yeah. I think I actually wonder whether it would have whether it was the right decision to make it a Metroidvania because if you think about it, you go to a planet and you progress through this planet as far as you can through some pretty neat traversal, some nice exploration, like you know there's a little bit of environmental storytelling that they go into, like you know the Imperials are mining here or yeah. they you know they've they've you find they've moved on um some civilians from here or you know it's an abandoned village or whatever. So you get to see all of this empire sort of sort of laying down the groundwork. Yeah, cuz um, it is set between episodes 3 and 4. Yes. Yeah. So the Empire Which, is still pretty fresh on the block. Those transitional periods. Um, I do... Like, I liked all of that and finding that out. But then you get so far into a planet and be like, oh, well, we can't progress here. Mm. What do we do? Well, I guess we need to go on to planet B because we've got suddenly got a plot point that will advance us to the next MacGuffin. Yeah. And you go down planet B about, you know, halfway or however far you can get. And you get the ability to go to planet, or the reason to go to planet C. And on planet C, you find the MacGuffin to get you, or the ability that gets you past the break in planet A. You can finish planet A and get the ability to finish planet B. And just, I wonder if it wouldn't have been tighter if you could just do those planets kind of in one go. Um. Yeah, I kind of wish it had just been just a straight adventure game. Yeah. Like yeah. like an Uncharted. Like an Uncharted. Yep. Yeah. Because, so. As you said, there's a lot of like stopping on a planet midway to go to another planet. Yeah. And then you go back to that other planet you were on originally and you have to re-navigate it. Yeah. And I just... So the reason why I think... I know I know there are enough people out there who don't like the backtracking temp- like that's usually featured in Metroidvanias. Mm-hmm. But if nothing else, they like those particular games usually have plenty of ways to get between areas quickly. Yes. Like usually, and there is one planet that has sort of has that, but it, it, I don't know if it entirely works in its favor constantly, and that's Zepho. But, um, like there's usually like elevators that can go up and down, like Metroid Prime. Oh, heck, if you wanted to have separate planets, Metroid Prime just has multiple like landing pads on Yeah, each this game desperately needs multiple yeah, landing pads. Because, like, you're always landing at the same point, and your objective could be like over in the middle of nowhere. You're like, okay, I guess I gotta go through all these areas I've already done. Yeah. And where then all the enemies are back stuff. and just hanging out in the same spots yeah. they were before. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, they, I did like having to power run some of these things when I was... I was trying to get some collectibles and I realized that I'd left some pretty deep in the planets. It makes you appreciate how many shortcuts you actually unlock yeah. when you're just smashing through it. And you're like, 
But then whole parts of these worlds become, well, I'm never going there again. I'm never using that corridor again. Yeah. I'm never encountering that particular enemy again. I mean, that is that is the, the Metroidvania thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, there are just things you'll just cut out completely. Uh, but yeah, that was probably the biggest thing I noticed with the world design and with the choice to sort of have backtracking in these. Because it was, I did like exploring. It was fun. Yeah, and coming back to the places that you'd passed before and getting through there quicker and cleaner and using new abilities like, I don't know, you get a double jump and your ability to cut cut, cut out jump puzzles that you didn't have to do before because yeah. you can now double jump oh, yes. uh, and just <laughs> cut through it. Um, that was great. It's too many sliding puzzles. Yeah, mm. oh boy. They went over the top of those. Mm-hmm. I, the only ones that I will forgive, and I, I, I briefly mentioned this, is Zeppo. Yep. Because I think that was their attempt at making that planet easy to navigate because it is the biggest. Yeah, you do go there yeah. most frequently. And basically, there's an area underground that you can you use the ice slides to get down into. And when you're down in that area, you can basically take any number of elevators to other areas. Yeah, to cut, cut out the whole Which overworld. Which is fine. You know, yep. if, if that had been like where the slides were mostly featured yeah fine but they're also everywhere else they're everywhere else and some of them are because there's once you're on it you're like cool well this is where i am for the next up to two minutes <laughs> on some on some planets just trying to make dodgy jumps and... yeah the jumps don't, the, the even just again when they're sort of straightish it's fine but when they require you to turn yeah. Like so often, Cal's is like, I'm not going off the edge. Like, thank God I got double jump because I have to like double jump, and jank my way you've back. You've been trying to jank your way desperately back onto the ice slide. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. it's a nightmare sometimes. Uh, and the sometimes when you get to the end of it, there's that cinematic launch where you kind of catch air, you get launched off the end of the thing, and then you land on the next one if you launch. Otherwise, sometimes you hit X and he just does a regular jump, <laughs> which has about 5% of the distance you need. And then you die and you lose some health and you get dropped back onto the. Um, like they're they're that really weird conjunction between being a cutscene and having a fail state. Yeah, I'm like, why can I lose this cutscene? <laughs> I can't influence it any other way but passing it. And that's the thing, right? Because when you say lose, all mm-hmm. that really happens is you fall off, you lose a bit of health, yeah. and you get back to the start. And you're yeah. Like, oh, why? Yeah, why? <laughs> um, but that's the only part of the game really where I felt like I don't know about this. Yeah, no, Zep- there's just too many. Yeah, there was too many of them. Um, the other part. I guess with Zepho is you use, you take the slides down uh, and you do you know some jumping puzzles or freeze some spinning saw blades or whatever to get through and then you take an elevator up to the part you want to get to. Why don't elevators go two ways? Because the Empire only builds one way elevators. Yeah, it? this is uh, this it's is a well known fact. Like it's yeah. this is the early days of the Empire. Yeah, okay, they're on a budget cut. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So elevator. I want you to respect and appreciate that every single stormtrooper goes down those ice slides. They must do, right? And I know last time I was on the show, we spent a lot of time talking about <laughs> control. Um, and my favorite part of control is like, this is an office where people have to work. <laughs> and the, the, it's fucked. And you look at these places and you're like, and it's not only, and it's an pl- office where people have to work because the, we you accept as part of the story that the building shifts and change. Yes. And you can see people trying to work around that and trying to like, I've still got to get my full, <laughs> still got to get my report in by Friday. Like, like Dave needs it. He even does. though, Yeah. Even though the bathroom's been cut in half by this seismic, <laughs> by this building transformation, but you know, oh, it's the job. Still my work. Yeah. Still my work. My typewriter's still here. So off I go. Whereas I think, uh, I think the big thing you got to, I had to keep reminding myself playing Jedi Fallen Order is like, oh, this is a video game. Yeah. And mm. I think that, I think it spends a lot of time reminding you of that as well because we went through i went through a lot of imperial bases on all of these different planets and the imperial bases as far as i can tell <laughs> are just bridges yes lifts yep 
laser gates yes and hallways yep uh and i don't know where the bridges go to sometimes <laughs> they don't go to anywhere usually sometimes, to another hallway <laughs> yeah usually to another hallway or to like a wall running or or rope swinging puzzle that you can only reach with force pull which like i want to know what these stormtroopers <laughs> jobs are there's a bridge that just go that only goes to a place you can wall run to you got a wall run across it and then jump off and force pull to a hanging power cord and swing yourself <laughs> off that and and flip to land oh, on the platform no. so these stormtroopers are like what's the job sir well <laughs> tk600 your job is to make sure no one gets to that wall run section who could possibly do that <laughs> Who could, well, you're looking out for Jedi. Well, I can't stop a Jedi. Yeah. I'm a stormtrooper. <laughs> I'm woefully under-equipped. And to be honest, as far as I'm aware, Jedi is not well-renowned for their wall run ability. Yeah, I've never actually seen one. I watched all the prequel <laughs> movies, like the the, the uh, documentaries that the Senate put out, and mm-hmm. I don't see any, uh, any wall running going on there. Pod racing, yes. <laughs> and also, I can't stop a pod racer from here. <laughs> So and the, just a lot of them. I guess there's that there's that abandoned village early on. Yep. I think that's the only real settlement you see. There's uh, you find a hermit's abode, which is I suppose like a kind of a Obi Wan sort of reference to someone living like a Jedi living on their own. Yeah. Uh, but really, his his workspace is a distended puzzle uh, area that or I hope he had wall run and double jump and everything. That's why it's abandoned. He left. He got sick of it. Yeah. Oh, you know, I would have. It's just like. Put your fridge over here. <laughs> like, design a normal house, mate. Uh, Just because you're a Jedi doesn't mean you have to live like that. Yeah, um, I do. I found myself wishing that maybe the planets had been a bit smaller. Yeah, yeah. And that, like, I can definitely see that because a lot of the time you're kind of like, I can, yeah, this is, this, that thing is so far away so that I can't jump to it until <laughs> I get double jump. I get it. Yeah, it's, it's that genre design. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and even uh, there's a section where you go through a crashed Clone Wars Star Destroyer. Um, crashed Venator and it was super cool like it's just cool to see the scale of these things because they nailed that the scale oh, of yeah. them during the intro when they're actually like in the scrapyard got it and then during the uh, during this section where you're sort of navigating it which gave me massive uh, crashed frigate vibes from Super Metroid yep uh, except for the fact that apparently Venator Star Destroyers are just completely open on the inside uh, they're huge open spaces with hanging ga- like with uh, some hanging ropes and <laughs> some climbable wall surfaces around the place and i know it crashed but yeah <laughs> there was one section of it where you come through an area and you're climbing sort of along the the wall and you look to the side and you can see like a, a whole hangar sort of launch bay with some of those cool clone wars era gunships hanging out like of it literally just like hanging from it yeah just hanging from it because they're wrapped in ropes and stuff and you can't ever access it but i was like that's rad that's the first open empty space that i've seen uh in this thing that looks like it's it had a purpose yeah yeah uh but then everything else is just sort of traversal like it's a jumping puzzle yeah uh, and that it is a video game yeah and that's, that's fine, fine. But it's just, I also, I know, as much as I love a good video game, I also just, I also sometimes appreciate when the worlds and the places feel real. I don't know. Yeah. If, if it feels like a weird thing to gripe on, because you know what? I have a lightsaber and it's cool. Oh yeah. It's super, it was super cool. Having a lightsaber was super cool. Completing one of these jumping puzzles where you run off a wall and then swing on a rope and then flip in midair and land next to a stormtrooper and, and then just force push him straight or off. Or deflect. Or deflect and like make him shoot himself. That was rad. Yeah. But, or you're landing in a group of them and just doing a power push and just like shoving all of them off a cliff and being like, see ya. Uh, that was the best. Mm-hmm. Um, walking forward with your saber staff out and just like, kink, 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 oh, kink, 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 just deflecting. Uh, super cool. Yeah. 
Like getting, getting force pull and pulling them over to you and just instantly killing them yep. just to get them out of the way. Yep. Just like I'm, yeah. I'm, na- I'm managing this encounter by removing you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good as hell. Um, and once I had a lot of problems with the combat early on, and once I got sort of the, the hang of it, it got much better. Yeah, yeah. I spent so much of a combat because... It's not exactly. It's pretty much souls born in. Yeah, not, you like, got a stamina meter, yeah. and yeah, and yeah, you your your main goal for a lot of the bosses is to sort of just parry their attacks to drain their stamina. Yeah, and then when that runs out, you get a couple of free hits. It's not the only way to do it. You can also yeah. just take advantages of like using slow on them and then yeah, just and running behind for free and just <laughs> hacking them at, hacking at their back. Yeah, but um, it's like I noticed in a lot of the boss fights that I actually was able to successfully parry. They were they were significantly easier. Yeah. But um, on that same note though, just sometimes the com- the combat controls didn't feel responsive. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I don't I don't know either actually, and maybe it's because it's year of Sekiro, right? And that Sekiro parry combat is, is just much incredibly pristine. <laughs> it is so good. Um, but the a lot of the times you swing, you know, you'll swing and or or that you'll just get a regular stormtrooper like a scout trooper with his shock rod or whatever that will just hyperframe through your lightsaber and, yeah. just, and just wail on you and then you're stuck in a stun animation while they get their three hit combo and you're like but it was a lightsaber <laughs> it was inside you <laughs> um, yeah it's funny because I, I just found that happening so often and even just like because obviously they do give you the old much like in Sekiro you get a pretty clear warning that the attack yeah. that they're about to do is unblockable because they'll, yeah. they'll glow red and you're like okay cool I have to dodge. Yep. Um, but just some of those attacks, especially the ones that were charges, yeah. felt like they tracked a little bit too good. Oh, yeah. I told you about um, there was a particular trooper that's uh, like a, a purge trooper is the more the powered up where killing Jedi sort of style. And there's a bunch of varieties of them, which keeps things interesting. But there's a gun variety. <laughs> so I'm like, well, you're obviously the weakest because I've got a lightsaber. Uh, and he does his charged up attack where he goes red. You can't block this or deflect it back at me. Fires this big red bolt. And I was just booking past him because I was going for a collectible. I'm like, Excuse me, mate. And just forced <laughs> slow on him and ran on by. And he fired his big powered up thing. And I watched this thing travel through 30 or 40 degrees of arc tracking me <laughs> with this powered up, slowed down powered up bolt, just like turning a corner. Um and I was, I was like, okay, that doesn't seem quite quite right. What I do like about fighting the Purse Troopers, so we discussed, we sh- the Purse Troopers, are just, I do like them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they can be thrown at you in annoying combinations or yep. in annoying places, but they were fun to fight. And I do like that they're sort of there sometimes to remind you that you can't re- always rely on your force abilities. Yep. The gun guy especially is my favorite, just because you force pull him towards you he yeah. just he, he just goes alright and yeah. like flies at you and shoots you and you're like oh, fair enough yeah I was just and he'll be halfway through it and he'll just shotgun you <laughs> yeah you're like okay yeah. well guess I'm not doing that to you anymore yeah I was ready for it and I, I like the um the saber guys if you start force pulling towards you they stick their yeah. saber in the ground to, I, think, to, I think like the dual wielding guys yeah do they well. do that as well. I hate the dual wielding guys <laughs> I don't know why they just really they always, they've got combos just go for so their, long their combo string is really annoying and that they have that one where they, they go both in with both blades at the end. You're yep. like, cool, I blocked that. But I would always forget. They then go... Then they follow with an unblockable. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, go out every again. time I would get hit by it. Yeah. Every time. But um, yeah, Pertribus were fun. Uh, they were probably my favorite enemy types. But like, it does have surprisingly good variety. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure how many more planets we could go to that had spiders on them. Because I, I think knew. every planet had a spider <laughs> yes. of some type. <laughs> Um, which, you know, frankly, too many spiders. Just going to say. It's a lot of spiders. It's a lot of spiders. It was probably four hey, types of spiders. Some of them poisoned you. Yep, some that's of them, true. Some of them exploded. Some web you. 
So yeah, okay. The spiders have variety within that spider <laughs> genus within the spider yes like section. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I I didn't mind the enemy variety. No. Um, some of it doesn't always make sense, like when you um make an ally of, or or you sort of you stop being enemies with a particular character that's sending particular types of enemies at you and those enemies remain for every subsequent yeah, visit I know, and I they know, respawn yeah. like normal like that's just who lives here now and i'm like shouldn't we not be <laughs> it's like to imagine a character being like yeah but i still sort of hate you <laughs> yeah i hate you like a little bit you just keep you're on my ship <laughs> yeah you wear your shoes inside it bugs me I'm just leave. I'm just leaving them there. I like them. I like them hanging out on the planet. Without spoiling anything, I can say my favorite because obviously the boss fights in this game. I think for the most part I enjoyed them, especially if they were lightsaber ones. Yeah, the lightsaber boss fights were fun. If only um, because I just love the sound of lightsabers clashing. Yeah, I don't know. There, there's some. Yeah, there's some really good lightsaber boss fights. There's some reasonably creative um bosses they're easy to you know you get to fight a bunch of atsts through it and the best way to do it they give you all these ways to counter the atsts you know you can push their grenades back at them you can block their laser blasts back at them you can do it or you can just cut them in the legs yeah thank thank number one way to solve atst problems shout out to um bradley or some easy eyes he 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 bought that up on their preview way back before the game came out and as soon as you were fighting i'm like hey brendan go for its ankles (laughs) yeah that's how you beat an atst in the legs like it would occasionally sort of drop bombs and they might shock you briefly or you can just dodge them very quickly and then you just go back in and keep hacking their ankles and like it was funny because in the first one you're like okay that's fine they try to throw two of them at you later you're like I don't know how to beat you I hack at your ankles yeah. you got nothing you got nothing and I understand that the idea is that you know there's two of you so this one can shoot me while this while I'm hanging this one what, not if he's behind a rock yeah, exactly. like, what if you're on the other <laughs> side of a rock what are you going to do um, I t- I'm not sure how I feel about after you uh, like after you die the screen comes up with respawn I get it I get yeah. a respawn entertainment. And when you rest uh, and it repopulates your enemies Dark Souls style, those enemies have respawned. It's kind of, really? All right. All right. Could have said reinforced, but I get it. Yeah. You got to put your name in there. Yeah. You got to get your credit. Hey, man, EA did it in the logos. So yeah, that's true. Put it it must, have been in the, it must have been in the contract, right? Yeah. <laughs> if EA's name is in the logo, respawn's like, fine, but yeah. every time you die, you every see respawn. Every time you die. All right. All right. All right. Fine. Yeah. Uh... I'm trying to think of anything else we can talk about without spoiling because I do feel like we've sounded like we've been like not super negative but I did walk away from this game happy like yeah. I, it's not like I yeah. I finished and was mad at it like I have done in the past but um for all my complaints I did enjoy it it's just there was occasionally you could see you could see where it was a video game yeah and yeah. maybe that it maybe made it a bit more tweaky and it's a it's not a different argument really than saying playing uncharted 2 and finding your way into this um you know ancient tomb being like wow and then why are there gun guys in here <laughs> why, why are there other mercenaries in here like, exactly. it's, it's because it's a because it's a video game yeah, uncharted yeah. is a video game yeah um but otherwise look i liked it the story beats were good the um the characters were all solid um the story took a bit to get going for me but yeah when, yeah. It, when it did kick off big fan of it i think i really the more i think about it i really like like the last half an hour of the game yeah because it's when you get to that last place that you cannot replay when you finish the game that bugs me a little bit anyway I, yeah. I, it makes it feel special I guess yeah, yeah I guess because so. like it's like hey you've done it yeah this is done so, yeah yeah that's a good point Um, that part is probably my favourite part 
Um, just because of how I feel like it, it did a good job of boiling. He got to really engage with the game's combat. It was. It still looks like a good area, but you also didn't get have to get too bogged down in exploring. Yeah, you so don't have to worry about collectibles. Just, just go forward and just like, have a good time. And yeah. I, and that's why I sort of wish I think the game had been more like that more often. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, even just a few more segments. I don't know because it was it was nice exploring. It's just sometimes I would just be wandering around going, what? How am I? What am I doing? Where am I going? There are some interesting points when you come out of you go through a set piece. Uh, and then there's one particular one on that involves like a really long slide uh, and you go through the set piece. Oh and I had to God, do that slide a few more mean. times without the set piece acting. Yeah. And the set piece, I think it's been in trailers and stuff. There's ships yeah. shooting at you and there's firefighters flying past. It's really dynamic and, you know, exciting. And you go into this enemy set. But then because <laughs> it's a major part of the area geography, you have every time you go through that area, you kind of have to do that slide. And there's just nothing happening. There's no one around. Uh, it's just like, just baby's first slide Cal's just, just hanging out yeah he's just hanging out being like man remember when there was ships and stuff here <laughs> this was a busy area oh boy but yeah no I, I did enjoy it I if nothing else I'm very, I really hope it gets a sequel because I think it'll have a great sequel yeah that's my yeah. because it's just a, it's a good foundation mm-hmm. they just need to polish it a bit more like smooth yep. out some of the rough bits like that combat just needs to feel a bit more snappy and responsive yeah uh, again just sort of the traversal's great just yep. work on making the backtracking a little bit less egregious. Yep. Uh, and yeah, like you got yourself a bang up spectacular sequel right there. What? One thing I would want to see in the sequel, because there's skill trees, but I would want to see trees for, I would want to see all different saber styles, right? Yes. Single saber, saber staff, twin sabers. And you just have that, you set it, that's your saber style until you change. Like, yeah. I would like them to treat the saber style sort of like a weapon. Like yeah, a, like a bloodborne yeah. thing. Yep, yeah. that would be uh, that would be bloody great, I reckon. Yep, because um, it was it was cool that you could sort of swap freely between a lot of them, but like yeah. at the same time, I do you think same character for the sequel? Go back to Cal Kestis? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, I'd be happy with I that. I think I got more Cal story to tell. Yeah, fuel ponchos. Oh, okay, okay. Hang on a second. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, because here is what I because oh my god. Any time that I managed to convince myself, it's like, oh, okay, you know what? I'll I'll explore. I'll get some unlockables. I'll get these yeah. little chests. I'll be like, it's all I'm getting is paint for the yeah. ship, paint for my robot, or ponchos, or rarely like an outfit. And, yeah. and even the outfits are just color swaps. Yeah, and there's only four of them in the entire game. I really, game. I think that needs to like, they need to if they like at least attach stats or something to them. I don't know because I would just be like, oh, what do I get? Oh, it's a poncho. Yeah, I'm never looking at that. Never yeah. checking it. I, I didn't want to wear any of the ponchos. No. And there's got to be like 24 of it's them. So, the ponchos easily have the most unlockables. Yeah. There's like 24 ponchos and they're all like, some of them have neat color schemes and stuff, but I don't want to wear any of them. You're just always covering up your character in this big triangular and poncho. And it just doesn't seem practical. Star wars doesn't seem... Like, can you imagine know. having a lightsaber fight in a poncho? Maybe that's the idea, right? You can't see his hands properly. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Because, yeah, I don't know, didn't like him that much. And that's what mostly the game would be like, hey, you found a new poncho. I'm like, cool, never looking at it. Yeah. Goodbye. You found a new skin for BD1. Yeah, but I already got one that's like bright pink and green, like bright purple and green. I got my Unit 1 skin. You found a new outfit for Cal. I'm like, yeah, but I've already got the um, Outlaw one, the black one. I got the black one. The other ones are just like, there's a dark blue and a dark green and the black. I'll just take the black. (laughs) 
And you found yeah. a new uh, skin for your ship, and they were honestly they were the ones that I kind of look at and be yeah. like, yeah, all right, because you you know you get to watch the the mantis fly into these planets, yeah, and, and it's la- always got the color lands on this planet, yeah, it's even in cutscenes, yeah, it's cool. Um, and then the, there was the you customizing your lightsaber, like that was a cool feature. Hey, you was. can like build it out of parts, but you never really look at it because it's no. this little like this thing on you. As a, specifically, your there's a thing halfway where I'm like, okay, so I'm only really designing half a lightsaber. But yeah. anyway, uh, yeah, and again, another little thing there. What would have been nice to maybe see those lightsaber bits do something. Yeah, it, it is cool that they're all cosmetics. So really, you get to do you, you get to build the lightsaber you want. Yeah, but I just felt like after a few hours in the game, I was I was pretty much set. Yep, a lot of the attachments. Like, I don't really like how it looks. I don't know. Yeah, once it was I cool, said, once the I colors settled were on... neat. Like, I liked that you had such a variety of colors. But yeah, and once I settled on my my yeah with my sort of core lightsaber look, like that's how I that's yeah, what like, I, I like. Done. <laughs> like yeah, my universal my my um Star Wars Galaxy's Edge build a lightsaber. <laughs> uh, I was like, cool, I'm done. Then I'd find other things. I was like, nah, it's not as good. <laughs> so a lot of the collectibles were kind of a bust for me. But yeah, the ponchos. Oh boy, like I didn't mind. Tracking down law, but that's like a, yeah. yeah, that's a really convenient force power for like a, a action adventure game protagonist to have, like a really rare so force power. So is for slow. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. But having a um having a force ability that lets you sense the history behind objects, pretty good way to <laughs> say you don't have audio logs, and still nah, he up. sensed it. He sensed it. I got it. Yeah, you're right. And he's used to really good effect in like in in a story beat, uh, which yeah, I actually yeah. quite liked that they tied that back into it. I was like, that's actually quite clever. I like that. Um, but and on the whole, good, there's some was, good stuff there as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I just remembered that. There's a part. Speaking of environmental design, uh, there's a part that a puzzle that I kind of got stuck at, and I watched you get a little bit stuck at it, but then you figured it out. Where there's a spinning, almost like a turbine. Um, in, a, in like an engine block full of water uh, and you you can slow or stop the turbine and then get in it and there's a one of these law things hidden in a little box on the side of it that serves absolutely no purpose isn't mirrored in the other one it's only there to hide a secret in and that really just like again it's just more about it's a video game it's a video game it? climb into the side of this turbine where you wouldn't normally look and you'll find a secret yeah yeah and that's why I think I'm glad at least it was fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's it is a, it's super a video game, which yep. is fine. It's it's fun to run along walls with my lightsaber out and then jump down and do some cool combination, like slow a blaster and like pull the stormtrooper into his own blast. It's fun. Yeah. I feel a little bit like a Sith, but hey, whatever. Yeah, I mean, Just there's no morality track. code in this, yeah, so no. it's fine. Cal's always a good guy. Apparently, it's fine. They don't even let you have a red lightsaber. <laughs> no, don't. Not allowed. Not allowed. <laughs> oh god. Uh, anything else on Star Wars? Oh, I mean, on Star Wars in general, or on <laughs> on, on Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order? Um, not without going into story yeah, spoilers. Like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with the game as a whole. Yes. Uh, I, you know, it, maybe the combat could have used a little bit more refining, but yeah, honestly, like said, you go through just, so many stormtroopers. Like overall, it just needs polish more yeah. than anything. I think yeah. because it just sometimes felt a bit rough. Whether it was through like, yeah, again, like I said, the the controls not feeling responsive or just some bad. Attack yeah. tracking, like hitboxing was a bit weird. I don't know. You should it have a call for extraction is the other thing. Yeah, well, that's... Okay, so that's a thing, right? There is that one place where actually the ship does pick you up mm-hmm. in a cutscene. And you're like, well, yeah. why can't we do this elsewhere? And yeah, Well, there's also another place when you finish the planet. Um, 
you get all the way down you make an ally of a particular creature on this planet when you go re-exploring you get all the way to the to the end of it or even most of the way to the end of it you can interact with this creature again and it will fly you back to nearly the start but only on that one planet none of the other planets have that feature um, one of them, in fact, is just absolutely egregious, where you nearly get to the top of a mountain. Oh god! And I then know you what engage you mean. in a mostly cutsceney boss fight, and of course, and you end up basically fighting this creature all the way back to the start in a very, I don't like to 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 coin a like to draw a comparison in like a Gandalf Balrog sort of situation. You end up all the way back to the start, and then the game has the gall to be like. <laughs> There's two collectibles at the top of that mountain. And you're like, are you joking? That's the other side of this entire map. And you get up there, you get the collectibles, and then you got to go back down. Yeah, then you got to go back down. Like you got to get there yourself. Oh, oh. it's not great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay, is there anything else you've been playing? You want to talk about? What have I been playing? I've been I've been playing some Frostpunk that went on sale. I've been looking at it for a long time, and I picked it up, and it's helpful because it's been like 40 degrees. So I like to imagine a world where it's cold. And I'm at risk of must hypothermia. Nice. Yeah, it looks nice. Like people come in there, like people are freezing to death. I'm like, must be nice. <laughs> Swap you for like a, a day. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Um, it's really interesting. Like I, I, I haven't played a lot of it, but I'm um, into the point where already starting to have to make some pretty interesting decisions. Um, you know, you can apply. You have uh, like this big pit carved in the snow. Uh, where there is the rubble of a civilization and the massive coal generator in the middle. So, you know, ScoMo the game. Uh, (laughs) uh, And basically you've got, you know, you start with 80 or so survivors and you allocate them to jobs. And early on it's easy because you're like, get the coal, 15 people maximum for that. Get the coal so we can turn on this generator and start warming this place up because you're all freezing to death, right? All right. Wood. We also need wood so we can start building more structures. 15 people. Max it out. Off you go. And you work your way through these things. And then suddenly you're like, oh, I'm running out of people. I don't actually know how to get more people. And that's uh, not throwing the moral choices the at moral you. The moral choices at you where you're like, where the game, you, you're just sort of working. You're like, okay, I've got competing commands here. I need to keep my coal inflow up so I can keep my generator running. So I can't take people off coal. I've got people have come to me and said, hey, we need more shelter. So I need to get more wood. So I can't cut people off wood. Uh, and I really want to get this research to improve my, you know, the, the, the gather rates for these items. So I kind of can't cut back on other materials either. But Doesn't it have like, isn't one of the choices you eventually get presented with like child labor? The first choice. Oh, of course it is. Because I'm literally looking oh, at the screen. No. I'm being like, I'm being like, okay, I haven't got enough people to do any of these jobs. I'm going to have to start peeling back a little bit on each to, to run the the cookhouse like where yeah. they make food because yeah. uh, oh. I've allocated hunters so they can go and get food and then the cookhouse turns it into rations uh, and the game's like the game's like well you don't seem to have enough people maybe <laughs> you'd like to consider a code of law change and I looked at this code of law screen and it's like it's like well that's safe child labour what if the, what if cho- what if children can only work in safe places uh, and it's like you know pros uh, you know, pros. You gain at, so children can work in greenhouses, hot houses, and um, and cookhouses. So only the safe places. And cons: children will sometimes be injured. And I'm like, doesn't <laughs> sound safe. <laughs> and the colony will lose hope because hope is a meter yeah. that you have. Oh, oh uh, and I'm like, oh boy. And then the other option uh, from that choice is uh, children are protected in. Uh, child sanctuaries where you build like little kindergartens and and you know little schools for them where they can stay out of trouble uh, and it's like cons the colony will gain help hope children will be protected P- cons 
you will have to build child sanctuaries. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, where do I get the resources for that? I'm so on the... I'm so... That's, yeah, and that's, it, that's children, man. And that is basically the pressure that goes through the whole game that I've played so far has been these competing choices where you have to decide... You know, the, it's easy to say, to look at them and be like, well, I'd always pick the high road. But they're also you're also like, well, but we need enough... We need to free up enough engineers, which is your trained workers. You need to free up enough engineers to run to work in the infirmary uh, so that they can heal these people that are getting sick yeah. so that they can gather enough wood so that you can build more more tents so that fewer people will get sick. It's the age old thing, like, eventually sacrifices have to be made. Yeah, yeah. And this is the, one of those games where they're like, cool, you completed two days. Yeah, well done. Are you ready to sacrifice yet? <laughs> no. Uh, no, I'm not really. All right, we'll check yeah. again after the third day. Yep, and then, then I sort of went to, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to make that choice yet. That looks too difficult. And I just sort of closed out of the book of laws and I'm like, okay, I know that that's there if I really need it. And then while I'm still trying to figure out how to get the resources up to uh, build build and man an infirmary, yep. a little notification coming up being like, there is a sick child. I'm like, <laughs> oh God, it's all... Why? <laughs> Oh no! If I'd made any decision, it's funny because like originally when you brought up Skirm, I was like, Man, I'd like to see Scott Morrison play this game. I wouldn't actually. No, no. I I don't want to know. I we already know how he'd play it, and I just yep. am horrified already. Yeah, horrified. We should go and save other people from the waste. No, nope, we've got plenty. We're full. At least they'll have a ripper Aussie winter of cricket. Anyway, that's that's. You can't me see out. the cricket. <laughs> you can't see. Do you see the the, the cricket ground from no, Sydney right now? It's just full of smoke. Oh wow. They cancelled a boat race. Yep. It's a nightmare. Maybe you know what? Whatever. That's the only way we can get get him to care. Like it's going to start affecting Sydney property pr- waterfront prices because the views will be bad. Then he'll start to care. I hate that yeah. man. Like <laughs> I'm generally, I'm like, look, I don't agree with you, mm. but it's fine. But I don't like you. <laughs> I genuinely don't like you. Stop. I just wish you'd do something. Do 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 a thing. Hey. Do something that I can complain about. But it's just nothing. It's just. <laughs> So, the entire country's on fire. Mm. Where's the PM? Mm. Hiding. Hiding. What? I just would like to wake up and not hate him once. Yeah. But it's fine. You know what? He's, fine. he's not interested. It's all good. Yeah. Um, and then otherwise I've been playing some since I've finished um, Fallen Order. Greedfall. I picked that up. Now, Greedfall was interesting to me because I remember seeing it because it came out maybe a couple of months ago. Yeah. And so much of the talk around it was like, hey, uh... Do you like Bioware games? I'm like, well, yeah, I, I do like Bioware, I do like Bioware yeah. and I do miss Bioware games. Yeah. Then maybe you should try Greedfall. Have it's you like a European Greedfall? Bioware game. So it's got a little bit of jank. It's got a little bit of that jank. And, but you know, as Bioware a Metro game. fan, I, a Metro and Dragon's Dogma fan, I do like that jank. <laughs> gotta have a little bit of jank. Yeah, gotta have a bit of jank. Um, it's pretty good so far. And it is also, like, honestly, when you're ranking it in terms of production quality, you got to bear in mind it's game by spiders. Like... <laughs> So you've got to expect. I don't want to say it. You got to expect some bugs. Like, uh, thank you. That's, oh. Yeah, uh, I I never get sick of the jokes when yeah. it, whenever a game from spiders comes up. Yeah, it's because the, the splash screen literally says a game by spiders. You're like, you want me to do it? Yeah, that's what you want us to you believe. Expect me to make these jokes. You actually, you haven't proven to me that you are a studio. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you got to be spiders. Yeah, you you have like you that's know, like Spiders Man. Yeah, it's Spiders Man, the best Marvel hero. Um, you know, there's a few bugs in your game. You promote it on the web. That I can keep drawing conclusions here. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, checkmate. Checkmate. <laughs> um. 
what I really like about it so far is it is straight up. It's a Bioware party RPG. Like I've just picked up some picked up some people and they've joined my party and you can equip them and they've got their own skills and uh, everything. There is the traits and stuff that influence story for story purposes. I'm already at the point being like, oh, I wish I'd picked that. Oh no, maybe I should have picked that. Oh, I've got a new trait. What should I? I'm going to sit on it because already I've found something. I found something that I couldn't do in that opening area. Something I couldn't do because I didn't pick um, intuition, which okay. lets you see sense suspect that someone might be open to a bribe, and it tells you it's like if you had an intuition point, you could probably oh. pick this option. I'm like God damn it, that's um, better mock you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other one, and I didn't pick charisma either because I picked lock picking, and I've been able to lock pick my way in a frenzy through chests and doors through this area, but I haven't been able to because I didn't pick science. I haven't been able to make simple like simple small explosives to blow open a weakened door and i can see chests behind it i haven't been able to yeah talk to a couple of people because my career like to convince some people of my ways because my charisma wasn't high enough like straight away they're like you're making these decisions but you're giving up these things i like that yeah and it's every five levels that you get a trait point so yeah it's it's heavy on the on you're waiting for it so so yeah. I remember that was a big problem I had with Outer Worlds. You just end up good at everything. Yeah. yeah. Like, you hit the end of the game and you're just like, well, I can talk my way out of this. Yeah. Hack my way through that. Yeah. And then just... just and if I put on the right like, hat. through this. Yeah. Yeah. Then no problem. No problem. You can do everything. Yeah, so. I, I like when your choices for your character traits and your like your skills have consequences. Like, hey, look, you can do this, but yeah. you won't do that. And you're like, but I want to do both. Yeah. And I don't understand why I can't. This is not fair. This is violence. <laughs> Um, the combat system's interesting. I'm not real good at it yet. Um, it's early days, yeah, yeah, yeah it's early it, days. It's got, it's got a parry. It's got a dodge. You put points into um, into particular parts of your skill tree, which is a separate tree from your trait tree. Your skill tree, you get levels, you get points every time. Sounds That's, just convoluted enough to be an RPG. Yeah, yeah, be a, be <laughs> a, a Western European RPG. RPG yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's literally like skills, traits, and perks. I think is the other one, and you get the different different points at different tiers through the as you level up. Mm. Um, but yeah, so skill, I've put a bunch of points into just like my melee weapon because I'd prefer to... If you can't get good at the combat, you can at least kill them quickly enough that it's not a problem and then you never have to learn uh, until you run into some giant wood boss monster that you <laughs> haven't bothered to learn because you've been able to hack everything down. Oh, no. Yeah. Anyway, oh, I got him down. I you beat. did, you did. Yeah. Um, it was embarrassing at points. But also straight in the very start, they give you a respec potion. Which you know I'm gonna hang on to until the end of the game, yeah. probably in case I need it later. Yeah, um, that's nice. Until though. credits, yeah. So straight away they can be like you know, which in hindsight, you know, I could have used that to respec out of lock picking and get science and go you and blow up all those walls. Too late. too late. I've left the I've left the starting area now. You probably um, can go back, right? I don't know. I don't know. They said the they said the journey took months. Okay, so maybe not. Someone else eluded. Someone else, yeah. Someone else eluded that time. Someone else uh, took science. <laughs> but um, highlights. A lot, like a lot of pretty creative quests in that starting area. Good dialogue straight away. I know, like both most of the major factions from like a handful of small quests of just like going around. I just, or, I just remembered something. Yeah, and then lowlights is the first major quest you have to do is go and save your cousin. Uh, uh, I also remember the second thing, but continue. Uh, uh, go and save your cousin who is trapped in a like he's been held up by bandits. You you eventually find out. I stumbled across him. Um, while I was doing a different escort quest, I found this uh, found this cousin. I was like, "Oh, uh, I'm going to finish the escort quest, and I'll be right back for you." Um, came back, you know, beat up the bandits, got him out, 
um, rescued him. He joined my party like a dude. I was like, sweet, now I've got three people in my party. Let's go and sword some guys. Uh, and then later on, you find... Uh, and then, you know, handed in the quest where I'd found him, went and talked to the captain that you're supposed to talk to. So, that, you know, once your quit, cousin's ready to go, you're, you can all leave. Talk to him, got my XP. Then I'm, like, I'm going to go and finish some things up. I'm pretty sure there's some unlocked picked chests in this city somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. I can smell them. Um, <laughs> So, you know, I went and did another side quest and everything. And then I found a poster on the wall and I grabbed it. And the poster was, hey, we've got this rich guy. If you know him, come and, uh, come and pay us. We're in these warehouses. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. I'm pretty sure that's just referencing my um, cousin who I've just rescued. And it kicked off this whole other quest. Uh, like basically reignited the quest to save my cousin. I'm looking at my cousin right next to me, standing there in his jaunty hat. Uh, As much as he's like, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, he's like, you got another cousin? <laughs> I don't think so. I think you've only got the one. Last and I, I ended up in an entire conversation with a barkeeper who refused to tell me where my cousin was until I fixed some furniture. Um, and I'm like, well, he's Constantine is the governor of this new island. We have to, I have to rescue him. So like, I don't care who he is. I'm like, he's right there. He was in the conversation. Like, <laughs> he uh, can hear all of this. Yeah. And then when I finished, I went. And I was like, okay. I went and repaired the chairs and went and talked to the to the um, barkeep again. He's like, oh, okay. I'll tell. You, thank you for that. They look great. I'll tell you where your cousin is. He was taken by some bandits. He's being held down in this, um, down in this warehouse. You should go and rescue him. And I was like, yeah, I really should. <laughs> And my cousin's just there the whole time. I would have preferred, like, if, like again, this is where we need Paragon and Renegade to come Yeah. Down. Because that's the point where, she, where he, he goes, okay, I'll tell you where your cousin is. He's over, he's here, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And you just go, wrong, yeah. he's here. <laughs> and then you smash the furniture <laughs> up again. <laughs> Walk out. Yeah. See ya. Um, I, I miss Paragon and Renegade stuff, man. I miss it so much. Yeah. I will say, like, something that I didn't really realize from it is that the uh, your character customization is fully available. You've got male and female characters and everything there. So nice, I was nice. very happy to see that. Because from the trailers, I thought the main character was that heavily tattooed guy that's in all the trailers. Oh, okay. He's another NPC, but just in the way he was framed uh, and the things he was doing during the trailer, I always kind of assumed that he was the main character. He's not. Your main character is whoever you want. Yeah. So, But overall, like I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm probably, I think I'm five hours in. Uh, of what is probably like a 60-hour RPG. But. But. What is the name of the first town? Uh, <laughs> the first, like the the <laughs> island you go to, the name is Tifredi, uh which I looked at it and immediately, and this is a game about colonialism. It's a game about, and it's called Greedfall, right? It's a game about going to this <laughs> other place and bringing your guns and bringing your, um, your swords and your sabers and your jaunty, uh, exploring tri- tricorn hats and stuff, and you know, building a settlement here. There is an underlying fantasy plot of you got to say you got to solve this plague, da da da. da. But basically, you're going to, the main place is called Tier for D, which is immediately I'm looking at. It, I'm like, that's just an anagram of free trade, like free trader. Um, so, all right, I'm feeling there's some political <laughs> undertones here. I'm like, probably could have, you, you could have jumbled it a bit that's more. A- not very subtle, guys. It's not very subtle. Um, it could also be an anagram of, like, trade reefers or something. I don't know. Maybe it's Puff Puff Pass. It's spiders. <laughs> uh, oh, no. But, yeah, that's something that jumped out to me right away. Um, I haven't bothered to try and anagram the main characters' names or anything. You just decide it. Um, I do like and There is a lot of um, representation through the game that I've seen so far. 
uh, in terms of like they don't seem to be they don't seem to be particularly afraid to mix skin colors of characters, um, put them in positions of power and all that, so, which is pretty cool to see because you know fantasy world be whatever you want, but still heading off to my island of free trade, make my make my fortune. It's gonna be good for everyone. Uh, it looks good though. Oh look, honestly, super enjoying it so far. I'm really keen to get back to it. Um, see what else I can rob steal who else i can lie to i have successfully lied to almost everybody even with no points in charisma fantastic so, yeah i'm stoked <laughs> oh. um but that's pretty much me done for the last couple of weeks man fallen order cut ate a lot of my time oh also fallen order the terrarium mechanic get out get out of here <laughs> oh the trophy was in that the terrarium one sucks. I don't like yeah. having to go find all the chests and complete the maps. Just don't like it. No. I don't want it. I don't, like, I don't mind, you know, find all the things. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But the terrarium one is have a. It's not get all the seeds. It's have a fully grown terrarium. And I, and I'm like, okay, well, I've got all the seeds. How do they grow? You know who knows that answer? No one. <laughs> no one can tell you whether it's just time spent in game, XP earned, distance ran like Pokemon eggs. <laughs> like who know? I just. Or some weird combination. Some weird combination. Like, no one actually knows. It's a mystery. It's when the game decides it doesn't hate you anymore. <laughs> and even then, you can do everything, and the game has a completely arbitrary decision of when it decides to update the states of the plants <laughs> in the terrarium. So well, I've, I've been reading posts about it, and some people have said, well, basically what I did is I did three laps of this planet, uh, and, then I, and then I idled my console overnight. And when I came back, they still weren't grown. So I quit and reloaded and they still weren't grown. So I started a new game and I played about half an hour up until I got to the next planet. And when I went back in, then they'd moved forward a stage. And I was like, what? No, that can't be, that can't be true. It's not great. It's not, not great. great. Not great at all. Yeah. As far, if, you, if you're listening and you're like, how, do my, how does my garden grow? I'm pretty sure it's just running. So I don't know. I just ran to the top of the tree, the, um, this particular giant tree, and back again. And then I saved and quit. And then I went back in, and they a little bit, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Oh dear. Um, as for myself, I finished two games, one of which I'm still not willing to talk about. Yeah. Because my host, my co-host, my it isn't you hasn't finished it yeah. yet. But I will say that I love Death Stranding. Yes. I love it. That's, I've, I've that's really I enjoyed watching it, actually. It's such an interesting game. It seems incredibly chill. It's so it was like, like a supernatural horror. Compared to uh, like <laughs> compared to like Jedi or Jedi Fallen Order, where sometimes I'd be getting really frustrated. I was at, getting pretty mad at that game. Go back to Death Stranding and it's like hanging out. Yeah. Just delivering packages. Yeah. Helping just, people, connecting with people. The social yeah. stuff in that game is I think it's very cool. And I would love it if Dark Souls took some notes. If From Software took some notes. Oh, I think there's yeah. some fun ways. Obviously, you know, don't have roads or bridges or yeah, maybe or zip lines. Yeah, but maybe ladders. I yeah, know. or that even like or like leaving gear or something. Like little things. I think because yeah. it's so cool. I I genuinely felt connected. When I I got to a point where I would see people's names. I'm like, man, you have been there for me. <laughs> At exactly when I needed you. Yep. Have 500 likes. Yeah. <laughs> Smash that smashing like likes. Um, but yeah, very much enjoyed Death Stranding. I will, I will open up on it soon, hopefully. Yeah. I hope. No pressure, Joel. Take your time. Because you really do need to take your time. You really do. Yeah. Like This is not a game that I think anyone should rush through because I, that's when I can see it becoming frustrating if you just 
desperately want to get to the next story beat. It's like, well, you're gonna have to wait a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. This game. Oh boy. I did. I do really like like being on Twitter with Hideo Kojima on Twitter, just retweeting people who are talking about how they got their platinum and love the game because he's obviously engaging with his fans. Yeah. He loves to see pro- like that little bit of promotion um, and people who enjoy it. And also, you know, they say, oh, you know, it took me 96 hours. It took me 102 hours. It took me, you know, and th- you can't rush the game. <laughs> no. <laughs> the, ga- the game takes what it takes. It does. You play the game at the game's pace. Uh, the other game I finished was Pokemon Sword, which, oh, I, I mean, I mostly summarized my feelings with that last episode with Joel. I I did leave a window because I'm like, maybe when I finish it, something will happen. Yeah. It, nah. Uh, but look, they're good. It's a fun game. But when I hit the end, it just sort of felt empty. Yeah. Uh, I got my tournament arc at the yeah. end for the Elite Four. I guess, spoilers if you haven't finished Pokemon, but come on, guys. It's a kid's game. Yeah. Um, anyway, I I got to the, the League. I'm like, sweet. Here comes the Elite Four part. And it's a really cool tournament arc, which I'm a sucker for in any anime. Yeah. You throw a tournament arc at me and I'm fighting against my friends I've been traveling with through yeah. this entire game. I'm in. Problem number one. One of the things I like most about the Elite Four in the old Pokemon games is you're like oh man I barely scraped through that fight yeah. and I've got to go straight into another one better start jamming potions on my Pokemon yeah. this one you finish one of your matches they're like here's a full heal you're like seriously not only yeah. have you fully healed me that fight made me stronger yeah <laughs> I'm more dangerous than <laughs> yeah. ever what are you doing um, but it was still fun the tournament was cool uh, but there's a really there's a, an event that happens in the middle of it that just sort of takes you out I didn't like that and I don't like how much of a game is just like it teases at the segments where in other games you would you know you would go to the rocket headquarters or you would yeah. go and deal with Team Aqua and Team Magma. It's like oh boy, this is happening, and you're like we should help, and they're like nah, you guys, you just kids, <laughs> stick to the Pokemon training, let the adults handle this. I'm like you kidding me? I'm stronger than all of you. <laughs> in fact, I'll kill you right <laughs> yeah. now. What your champion is this guy? He just got a strong Charizard. I chose a Water Starter. I'm destined to win. <laughs> you can't beat me. But um, it was it was fun. Just I hit the end of it and was just like, I'm gonna, I'm still just chipping away at catching Pokemon because knowing that there is less, it mm-hmm. just makes it more fun to do it. Yeah. But uh, boy, it's definitely it was definitely sort of an uh, it felt a bit hollow at the end. But yeah, it's it a real shame. It is. Yeah. It really is. But at the same time, like some of my favorite Pokemon designs for several gens, easily. Shout out to Dragapult and. Sizzlepeed and Senescorch. Yeah, they are actually, they are all-stars, Yep, those guys. Um, Dragapult has just gone straight to the top of my favorite Pokemon list. Yep. Uh, and, you know, I've had a pretty solidified Pokemon list for a few gen now, <laughs> and it's been pretty hard to break in there, but Dragapult's just been like, get out of the way. I'm a ghost dragon with a stealth bomb ahead that shoots my that first sh- age's torpedoes. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa, hang on a minute, hang on. <laughs> we have to go back a couple of steps, because yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. Whoa. Get on my team. Yeah. <laughs> You're a stop on the aircraft carrier. Everything, I've but also wanted. a dragon, and also a dra- can we just have you? Do I need the rest of this game? I got six of you. Yeah. Do you have Do you have you know a Pokemon Go equivalent where you can just come and hang out with me? It's literally all I need. You can camp with him. Yeah. And cook with him. Yep. You can throw balls for him. You'll catch him. Right. Yeah. You know you can play with him. Yeah, we're here. Um. But yeah. Also, massive shout out to both Galarian, Ponyta, and Farfetched. Farfetch especially, I love. Like I love, I I knew I was gonna love Surfetch yeah. because that trailer was like you're brilliant. But when I saw Galarian Farfetch, I actually think I kind of like him more. Which one's Galarian Farfetch? He's the one, he's got the um the giant leak over his shoulder that he oh, drags around and he yeah. just looks mad. Yeah, <laughs> he just looks 
done. <laughs> I, can, I can get behind this far-fetched. Yeah. When he evolved, I was like, oh, hey, Surfetched, you're cool. I sort of miss my far-fetched. Though. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And the wild area is neat. I don't like how the, uh, the weather sort of just snap changes. Yeah. Like, I get... Like, the, the overall weather forecast for the region changes on a 24-hour cycle, but... You'll just be riding along. And you're like, oh, it's nice and sunny. Oh boy, it just, it's a blizzard now. <laughs> nope, that's a thunderstorm. You're like, okay, this is sort of just like a, an attraction, really. Yeah. So I don't know. And maybe it's asking a bit much, but I would like to see that if because I, I do hope they pursue that path more because the wild area is fun and cool and a huge open area. But maybe, <laughs> maybe I don't know, man. You go online and the frame rate starts getting real skippy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great, but in all overall, I do like the wild area. Please work on it. The actual rest of the game pretty linear yeah not very interesting which is a shame uh but yeah overall thumbs up just i wish there was a bit more bite to them because they were fun but when now that i'm finished i'm not really thinking about the stuff i've done i'm just throwing pokeballs at pokemon just like yeah. gotta catch them all what are you it. what's like what's your top tier post game in, in pokemon games in the past or i mean it, it's not do you count it as post game because if you count it as post game yeah it's absolutely gold and silver yeah like, you oh, know, yeah, because they just chuck in the Because they're like, region. Yeah. all right, Kanto now. You're like, what? <laughs> and then you beat Kanto, they're like, all right, Red's hiding in that cave. And you're like, Red? From Pokemon Blue and Red? Shit. <laughs> this is awesome. But yeah. It's un- yeah, I don't that's, know. That's, that's a pretty hard bar to beat. <laughs> but, like, shout out to Awada for making that possible. Oh, what a superstar. True image magic. Like, just like him making that second region fit on the Game Boy cartridge. Magician. Magician. But, uh, if... Because I came in as a post game because you beat the eight gym, get you beat the elite four. Yeah, I can't remember if there's credits after that, but I assume there is. Yeah, and we just go back and they're like, "Oh, yeah, you can go to Kanto now." What? I'm gonna fucking go to Kanto. You can go to Kanto. <laughs> oh yeah, you mean if I buy the next game? Yeah. No, no, right now, right now, <laughs> right now. Yeah. And that's why I think there's been some fun Pokemon games, like specifically Black and White, come to mind. But nothing ever matches the feeling of going, "Oh yeah, here's this other region." Yes. <laughs> Just a surprise reveal. Yeah. yeah. It was so cool. Double game. Yeah, two games in one. But um, yeah, that's really all I've been playing. So if you're done... Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think cool. we'll uh, we'll shift gears over to Dope or Nope. Dope or Nope. So, of course, Dope or Nope is our new segment. And this week, we are... So we, First and foremost, because of when we're recording this, I'm not touching State of Play. Yeah. Because okay. I don't want to look like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> because by the time most people listen to this, they will have already watched it. Yeah. And then you can only be prescient or wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But, boy, how good was that Resident Evil 3 trailer? Just oh, saying that yeah. to future-proof myself. Because oh, <laughs> um, just can't wait to buy that new Rogue Squadron. <laughs> oh, boy, it looks great. That one hurts. Yeah. Okay. At least Capcom mistakenly uploaded, like, the Resident Evil 3 assets to the PSN. Yeah. Yours is... That hurts. Yeah, I'm only here to break hearts. Get get Rogue Leader on PC. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, alright. I don't know I don't know who to talk to about that. Yeah. Like, Factor 5 made it, LucasArts published it, but they're not around anymore. Yeah. You know. But Rogue Squadron 3D is on Steam. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> so, Dope on Nope will be our new segment. Uh, now... The tail end of this show is going to be largely Game Awards focused because yeah. I can't help but be excited for Game Awards because Jeff Keighley Jeff is Keighley. Jeff Keighley. Yep. So, I've got some small ones. So, we'll start off with one that actually has been... It's been sort of 
coming and going in our person, our actual our group chat mm-hmm. because of not only the effect on like our fantasy critic league, which yeah. congratulations to Broad for winning yeah. because I at this point it seems impossible that he would lose. Uh so a few game awards ago, I think it was a couple. It's been a, it's, it definitely feels like it's been a couple of years now. Yeah, we saw this cool game called In the Valley of Gods. It is now on hold at Valve. But it looks real good. I know. And f- I know. And Firewatch yeah. was like great. It's, to be fair, like I said, we say it looks real good, but all we really had was that two-minute trailer. But it's the idea, like the stuff I was showing, I wanted more of that yeah. after, especially after the pedigree of Firewatch, which yeah. was a fantastic little first-person, you know, narrative adventure game. Um, but yeah. So I guess dope or nope. I mean, well, look, I think that's a that's a big nope. I don't like that. It is. At it all. is a nope. Um, I'll dope it if only because it means I get to do a summary of it, which is pretty quick, and it is simply that it is on yeah. hold. But sources seem to be saying that um, it seems like a project that people could come back to if they wanted to. I don't know, man. And as a, it's almost like one of those situations where a game died so another could live because we are getting a new Half Life game. But, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I wanted that at the cost of this cool little indie game. I I feel like Valve could afford to do both. They could. That's just that's just I I here's, haven't seen the numbers. Right? Here's what happened: Valve needed to sell their VR headset. Yeah, and I'm sure it's on other. It'll be on others as well. But yeah. Yeah. but like, is Valve Valve Software? They're looking around. They're like, we desperately need someone who can do this one job to solve our problems that we're having with our VR headset. Get the guy from Firewatch. Make them do it. Get the team, get, get Campo Santo. They're the only people who can solve this. Well, because I remember when it was announced that Campo Santo would be moving in-house at Valve. Yeah. And a lot of people were very rightly concerned because, I mean, what games have Valve made recently? They made that card game. Yeah, Artifact. Yep. They did the Dota stuff. Yeah. Did they make Underlords? Did they? I actually don't know. Yeah. And I'm not willing to be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> If they Joel may have. If, if Joel was here, he'd know. Allegedly. <laughs> and if, if if Joel doesn't know, then he's wrong. <laughs> Rumors abound. <are> <laughs> but um yeah, again, that one's just sort of a short story. It's been sort of it's been a it's been bumming me out all week. Mm. I was really looking forward to that. Yep. And like yeah. it had been quiet basically since the announcement. But I think in the back of my head I'm like, oh man, but Game Awards are right around the corner. Yeah. But yep. then a few weeks ago someone I'm not sure if it was in fact Joel wasn't me. I don't remember. Someone posted basically that a lot of people who were on Twitter who work at Campo Santo it was like before and after and they had mentions of In Valley of Gods and then the aftershot was that was slowly being removed. Mm. Like, oh, this isn't good. Then Half-Life Alex was announced and we're like, well, who's making that? And then we have the official confirmation that yeah, In the Valley of Gods is on hold. They seem, they're not closing the door on it completely but right now it's just not a focus which is a bummer. Yeah, I, I can't shake the feeling that Valve could probably afford to do two things. Yeah. That's... Look. But, okay. Well, I mean... Maybe they only want the hype for Alex at this stage. They're mm. not allowing any other Valve games to come out. <laughs> no more. Yeah, no more. Oh god, stem this flood tide. <laughs> Good work on Valve skipping Counter 3 by the way. Yeah. You're classy. Yeah. Like it's a prequel, Alex. isn't it? It's a prequel, yeah. It's a prequel. But still not there. Still not there. Still not there. Still not there. Just dividing the time in between the two games in ever smaller slivers. The Star Wars theory. Mm. Yeah, you just take the gap between two events that you know about and just continue to meticulously <laughs> divide it up. Uh, 
Um, another one's actually pretty fresh. It happened this morning. It was linked to me by Joel actually in, in our in our one on one chat. Mm. I know I don't use them very often, but yeah. Joel posted this here and I had to pay attention. Yeah. Two uh, K is confirmed that a new Bioshock game is coming. Oh look at that! It's happening. Ah, it's been so long. It's, it's, been, it's, it's been, been dormant for a, a so long time. So long. Like, Jesus, when was <laughs> Bioshock Infinite? We were in this house. Yeah. Because I remember it was actually one of the trickiest times we've been playing a game because all three of us were at different points. Yeah. And how our land room was set up, we had to... three TVs. Yeah. Like... I had my PlayStation on my computer desk <laughs> plugged into my monitor with headphones on so I didn't have to look at your screen. Because <laughs> we, uh, we were just like, no, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. But our setup is not geared towards that. No, it was not. Our setup is very much like you're wearing blinkers, you're wearing blinders <laughs> if, you're, if you're not going to... Um, uh, but yeah, see. so... Yeah, new Bioshock. Um, all they're saying is that it's years away. Yeah. Which is early. Like, it makes it sound early. Kotaku came out as soon as this happened. We're like, oh, by the way, our sources say that Bioshock game's been in development for years. I so, mean, I'm sure 2K has had like a trickle of funding towards going towards it, right? And development can mean so many things. Um, but again, I th- they're probably in the same boat that Duke Nukem Forever found itself in and Half-Life found itself in with Half-Life 3. Uh, you know, where you're just endlessly trying to keep up with yeah. other people's advancements and other yeah. people's developments and expectations because you don't want to release a new Bioshock and have it be okay. Yeah, yeah, so, I can see it. Um, Bioshock especially, I honestly still don't think they topped one. Yeah. Like, I think one is still the pinnacle of the Bioshock series. But, look, I'm open to a new one. I, I, I like. I wish Bioshock Infinite had have been an adventure game. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the combat really messed with that game. Um, but Bioshock One was just bloody, just so good. It managed to managed to tell the story well. I didn't hate the audio logs. Yeah. I know at this point, like this far on now, the twist was at the time though. Boy, mm. Incredible, incredible. Um, I did. I don't know, I, I remember famously, like, my first job, like, when I got a job um, selling video games, my interview for that role, I just ended up talking about Bioshock for, and we went 45 minutes over, so sorry everybody else who was in that queue. <laughs> um, yeah, done. Yeah, done. You're out, because I'm already here. Um, so I was super, yeah, I was just stoked. I've been, like, a Shock fan forever, um, and Bioshock was so... so Desperately welcome at that time in my life. I remember uh, I had to wait because I was a PS3 player. Oh, yeah. And we didn't get it if, We didn't get it straight away, did we? There was a wait. There was a gap, I think. Back when they used to have really, like, egregiously staggered release dates for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Like when platform models would be like, here's a few extra bucks. Yeah, a few extra Can't bucks. Do, you know, like, like Square Enix is doing a 7 remake yeah. right now. Yep. <laughs> here's some extra money. Don't put on other consoles for a full year. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Or, or, There'll be new know, consoles like, by then, but like a whole bunch of irrational Destiny content. Um, so people are literally paying the same yep. for less of the game. For less of the game, that's the um, worst. Yeah, I don't agree stuff. with it, but as an Xbox player at the time, I enjoyed it. Yeah, fair, fair. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm keen for more Bioshock. If they, if they release it, I will certainly look at it and probably buy it. Um, but. Yeah, it's that interesting. They've got to really hit that balance of the narrative um, and the gameplay to make it work. And yeah. sometimes 
Bioshock 2 was way too hard on the gameplay side of it, where the gunplay was, you know, solid, and you were this big daddy with, um, special unique big daddy, I guess, but chain guns and all of this stuff, and you just, you, like, felt incredibly powerful, but maybe the threat and the survival horror just wasn't quite there. Yeah, the only time you felt, at least personally, you felt mildly threatened was the big sisters. Yeah, yeah. And then the, um, then Bioshock Infinite, really heavy on the world building, really full on in the uh, in the narrative part of it, which was great. But then in the in between all of those moments, you've still got to shoot people in the head, apparently, who are not splices or crazy. They're just or, people doing their they're jobs. Just people doing their jobs. Yeah, okay, maybe they're cops or whatever, like like fascist authoritarian state cops, but they're still just. But you just ate out of a bin. Yeah, you ate out of a you ate a Twinkie out of a bin, mate. Like you got set your standards. <laughs> Get your priorities sorted out, yeah. man. And it's just not. I don't know. It, it doesn't feel right to go yeah. from talking about how the you know you're talking to Elizabeth because well, it has you should have a better oh, life. And what are the twins in that game? Ah, uh, yes, the the Latesses. Yeah, the Latesses. They're, they're so interesting, so good, and their entire when their plotline unravels and you realize what's going on with it, it's incredible. Like it's yeah. they're some of my favorite characters. Then you in then game. you start shooting people. Then, in then you just, you're like, then you just I don't know popping caps. <laughs> Um, there's parts of it where there's you know there's automated drones that you're fighting and there's um, yeah. you know, the songbird obviously there's those cool um, Uncle Sam Terminators oh yeah yeah and, the, and there's things with, like the hearts yep in there because they had like yeah they had the, the there was like four big enemies wasn't there or something like yeah yeah oh because they, they had like the silent ones that could that had that were sound yeah that's right yeah, yeah man Bioshock Infinite I liked that game but the combat just took it down for me. Um, but yeah, I, just, so, I just wish you didn't have to shoot so many people. You shot so many people. Yeah. But the rest of it was really good. Like, where you, the world design, stellar. Um, I really loved... Setting uh, was great. Yep, setting was great. And it had that really creepy, like, obviously a completely different style of um, of pressure and oppression to being on the bottom of the ocean surrounded by carnivorous yeah. mutants. Um, but being in this beautiful setting, but with the ugliness and pack mentality of yeah. that of like just hanging around in the, in the society there and just trying to keep your head down they they delivered that really well and the xenophobia yeah yes so yeah like oh man that was such a such an interesting story where do you put where do you put bioshock 3 bottom of the ocean middle of the sky on the ground revolutionary <laughs> Just, just, just on the ground. Screw it. Put it in space. Yeah, put it in space. Wait, that was prey. And system shock. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Honestly, that's a good question. Like the code name is um Bioshock Parkside, according to Kotaku. Parkside. So... New York. <laughs> Theme park. Theme park. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could be. Uh, it. Just give me some cool plasmids. That's all I want. Yeah. Some cool abilities. Um. Cool. Well, yeah. New Bioshock. It's happening. Okay. It's all coming. Right. You know what? Dope. I'm in. You hear dope. Eventually, apparently. Yeah, a few years, even though they've been yeah. working on a few years. But I just... No, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, so your face. Okay, we've got three things that are sort of... I'm just going to lump them all together, because they're okay. all sort of discontinuations of stuff. Yeah, bring them in. Um, I lost one of them, so I'll bring two. Yeah. So, Gearbox is pulling the plug on Battleborn. Yeah. And uh, Bethesda is putting development on hold for Elder Scrolls Legends. Okay. Um, 
Look, as you know, both of these games have been big parts of my life. <laughs> so not true. Hey, there, there was there was a window yeah. when we were going to play Battleborn. Yeah, then it was at PAX, and then we played it. Well, you guys played. It. I didn't even yeah. get to play. It. I played the beta. Yeah, and I was just like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I know we played that. We played the beta at PAX, and then I think I played a mission with Joel um, and a couple of other people. And I was like, look, okay, this could be all right. And then just like a fist from the heavens, just Overwatch. <laughs> Blizzard, like at the time, yeah, it's just like, all right, you win, yeah, I'll play your hero shooter. Here you go. And yeah, there's just no room for poor old Battleborn. Nope. Uh, and yeah, Elder Scrolls Legends, like, I, again, neither of these things were terribly surprising to read, really. Yeah, no, Elder Scrolls Legends didn't like. I'm, I just never hear about it. Right, uh, maybe it's a different circle, well, stuff, but I'm generally pretty interested in Elder Scrolls related things. I don't even think it came up at E3 this year because normally they would like Bethesda loves to bring up each of their things in yep. E3. They're like, all right, here is here's all the weird ESO. Yeah, is Elder Scrolls Online? Yeah, look, we're I mean, good, we're we have be, so many players. We're gonna be harping on this for a while. <laughs> Doom, yeah, they, 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 yeah, I don't think they brought up this, and yeah, um. Yeah, here's Doom. Here's Rage. Guess what? We're releasing Dishonored again. Yeah, and they just just pile them all up. And, yeah, yeah, and I don't remember them talking about this at all. So, according to Bethesda's development roadmap, there was meant to be one additional content expansion uh, coming later this year. Yeah, but the developer has now decided to put any new content development or releases on hold for the foreseeable future, which is pretty bleak. Yeah, that's that's pretty much done, right? Because they're being really nice about it. They say the foreseeable future because what's your when does that future come around? Mm-hmm. It's like a sudden surge in players or unprecedented demand. Yeah, Ben's like, oh, okay, it's back, guys. Yeah, something something that would cause them to put like divert funding to it. But I can't see anything like that happening when the game has no roadmap, when there's no yes. reason for players to mm-hmm. stick around. It makes you wonder how long until Anthem hits this. It really does. Yeah, yeah, completely valid point. Mm, anyway, but yeah, so that's. So a couple of games just going to be you have to be able to play Legends but just nothing new is coming to it Battleborn I'm not so sure about because it is largely online yeah it does have a campaign but the campaign was basically just you and friends against bots yep. in, in like I think themed maps so yeah yeah I think you just play you through and it just they just set a particular boss at the end or yeah. whatever and advance the story as you play yeah um, and I mean I'm always a sucker for a co-op game but boy there was just way too many good ones when yeah. that came out yeah, and my, yeah, my big problem was every, every in every enemy, and this is, I guess, a Gearbox problem, because Borderlands suffers from it. I don't know why I felt it more in this. I guess because in Borderlands, you're like, oh, there's a new gun, tripping up yeah. all these guns, I can't carry them all. But in Battleborn, it's like, hey, here you are, this is you. Yeah. What can I do? These are your skills. Okay. These enemies are so spongy. Yeah, what are you going to do? And they're it? always going to be. This is, how, this is what the game is. Yeah. That's maybe, get, uh, maybe find some friends to also shoot it. Uh, my friends were playing Overwatch. <laughs> Oh, well, <laughs> maybe I'm, invite them to play Battleborn. I might go play Overwatch. <laughs> you sure you don't want to bring them to play Battleborn? It's for every kind of badass. Oh no, yeah. every kind of badass. <laughs> I did like. I loved some of the character design. I did. There's and... an in it, there's a character in it called Galatea, I think, and I still think she just looks fucking incredibly cool. She's just a sword and shield defensive. I remember looking at being like, maybe I'll play. 
Battleborn. It had that cool sword girl in it. And I like I looked her up and I looked up all these other characters and stuff and I looked up her skills and it's like draw a defensive circle in the ground where enemies take more damage and da 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 and you they're slowed. Uh, and so like you pick your zone to fight and you just fight in that. And I was like, that sounds cool. Maybe I never did. <laughs> never played it. But you know, if you just if you just But hey, you thought about it. I thought about it and I remembered her name. Galatea. Look her up, she looks cool, green armor. The only character I remember was the one I was going to play as because he was voiced by Chris Sabat, I believe. Yeah. So, like, hey, that guy's voiced by Vegeta. Yeah. He was that guy with like the two red swords. Oh yeah, the the super edge lord vampire guy. Yeah. He was cool. I was like, hey, you're Vegeta. Done. I'm, I'm in. Sure. I'm pretty sure his name was Wraith. R a t h e. And now that I say it out loud, I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> That's. <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to find out. I'm going to quickly open a Google page. Yeah, and I don't know why I know this because I never, you know, it's it's not helpful information, and I did not play it very much at all. Uh, a wrath, okay, R A T H. You're close though. Oh wow, I'm happy with that. Galilea was that chick. Uh, top middle. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you can see her full design. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, this is cool. rad. I liked it. But yeah, so both those games, sorry. <laughs> yeah, oh well. But uh, Maybe I'll get around to playing Battleborn. Maybe I'll put it off too long. Maybe you did. Maybe I did. It died because of you. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it in the pile. <laughs> um, all right. Last but not least, let's talk about some Game Awards because it is two days away. And I don't really have a plan for this conversation. I just want to say that Jeff Keighley, I keep seeing that he's mentioned like 10 new game announcements, 15 game announcements. So it's somewhere in that in that ballpark. Yeah. Oh boy. Anything you want to see. Like, we discussed this in chat briefly and my answers are unchanged really from there. I would love to see Elden Ring again. Yeah. Yeah. to see that. And I know how quickly, like from software are a machine. They seem to be. I don't understand. I was a bit worried when they went, um, Dark Souls three training straight into Sekiro, and I'm kind of like, okay, I'm expecting some compromises here. Wow, Sekiro was just fucking great. It was just great. <laughs> oh my god, it was polished <laughs> as hell. It was incredibly like frame perfect. That's like Activision money. Yeah, that's that active. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I do Dragon Age recognition yeah because like there yeah. seems to be some groundswell building behind that mm-hmm. i know it was tease last year there was like the dread wolf or whatever it was yeah they had that that's brief right teaser and i'm sure bioware would like their name to be talked out in a positive light oh boy wouldn't they they, could, they could do with a win yeah anthem certainly isn't it right now yep uh we did just have dragon age day and this it feels like they're being really playful because they even referred to Dragon Age Day like they had one of the A's. I think it was in Age was turned into a four. I'm like, what are you? That's you guys been smart asses here. Yeah. Well, you all know you're making Dragon Age four. You're not. What are you doing? Yeah, you're just being too cute. <laughs> Stop like, it. Unless they get a trailer at Game Awards, in which case, fine. Yeah. You're gonna pass. Otherwise, I'm gonna be mad at you on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'll be. I'll hold Twitter and I'll be mad. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay, that's um, fair. Yeah. It's the least toxic way to do it. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't know. I I would love to see anything else Star Wars related. Like this is the time to do it, right? This has got to be the only time it to is. do it. But there's no there's no way they can turn around a Fallen Order into 
into another title that quickly. Even what though they... it's great to see Fallen Order do good numbers. What if they must still see? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. More punchers? Oh god, because you are right. It is. It does feel too soon. The other Star Wars projects still feel like they're years away. Yeah, like EA missed this boat bad. Oh boy. <laughs> we. I do know that. They're, I think they're showing a rise of Skywalker scene at some point in, in the game awards. I don't want to see that. I hope they count down to it so I can leave. So yeah. I can switch it off because yeah. I don't want to see it. So Hubert just sprint out of the room. <laughs> he will. Yeah. He will absolutely just run out of the room when the Easy Allies reacts video because he doesn't want any part of it. No. Uh, but yeah, man, Star Wars will be good to see. Everyone, I just, look, at this point, this is the point where I should be hopeful for Metroid, but it's yeah. just, it just restarted development feels, this year. It feels like an impossible dream. It does. Yeah, it's like you're only going to, you're only going to be hurt. <laughs> and it's like, it's really helpful sometimes to not go into these things with expectations because you can't be disappointed and you can only be surprised and delighted. Right? When you find something you didn't expect. No one went into E3 of Dreams being like, I want Final Fantasy VII Remake. I want Shenmue 3. Oh my God. I want, like, no one went into that with it. I want Resident Evil 2 Remake. With that list, no. And Resident Evil 7, please. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Only Huber has that power. Only Huber has that power. Only and his wish has been granted. So many times. Yeah. And now. He just got Resident Evil 3. Yeah. And now the rest of us, unfortunately, have to bear the cost. <laughs> I now, don't know what that is yet, but it's... You are right. Um, the best part about them is just going to be the surprises, I guess. Yep. Uh, keep an eye out for shadow drops. Yep. Love those shadow drops. Shadow droops. Seeing that last Smash character. Any any guesses? Uh, it's tough. Last Because, Smash like, character. we've had Joker. Yeah. We've had the hero from Dragon Quest. We had Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. And we've had Terry from Final Fight. Like... Yeah. Yeah, and that, like, everywhere. the key the key rule is originated in video games, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Jeez. Conker? Conker would be cool. I feel like we got one rare character already. Yeah, that's but like true. Conker could be fun. It's just because the other thing you gotta think about is they love to just surprise people. Yeah, it's gonna come from nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like so that's why I, I keep thinking Crash, but I think Crash Bandicoot at this point is like, no, that's so obvious. Yeah. Sakurai wants no part of that. <laughs> No, only he, surprises, please. Only surprises. Maybe Dante. He's rumored. Yeah. <laughs> and they can stick for sticker on saying featuring Dante from a Devil May Cry series. They could put that on the game. And plus, then they could put Devil Trigger in the game. That's true. Ooh. That's a very appealing case for Dante. Yeah. Capcom <laughs> has so many reps in that game. Yeah. Maintaining like Smash's case for best soundtrack. <laughs> Every game, every year, con- concurrently. Ah, uh, Sandporter Bridges, so I can get all the low roar in there. <laughs> oh yeah, all right. <laughs> and Ludens by Remove Horizon. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, charges is smashed by just traveling from one point to another. <laughs> his attacks are all just throwing packages. <laughs> yeah, like oh, he's got his got his got his strand. Oh, yeah, he's strand. Got his strand. Got his um, recoveries, a zipline, straight back up. I love it. <laughs> You can dash across in his little, his little hover carrier. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimate Smash is a void out. Dark. Yeah. <laughs> and sorry. like, and when we say void out, like, everyone dies. Everyone dies. Even if they have like five stocks, yeah. everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. Except and for him, because he's a repatriate. And then he can come back, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, because it's just, it's hard. The more you guess, the more you're like, no, no, Sakurai, he wants those surprises. Nintendo seems to really care about the game awards yeah I think they seem to care more than most 
Like last year, they just they had Joker. Yeah. And the yep. year before that was when they were like, "Hey, I think it was the year before that when they had Hey, Bayonetta three. It's like, but you're announcing that here. Yeah, that's right. What do you have to show for it? Nothing. The Bayonetta three is coming. Bayonetta it's like, three. All right. I mean, I'm excited, but yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Bring it on. Like Bayonetta seems like a good canon to show up again because we haven't seen it at all. Yeah. Platinum games have been between <laughs> so much stuff. Fucking who needs who needs a win? Who needs a win? That Arthas Menethil from Warcraft Three. <laughs> there was there was rumors about an Overwatch character, but yeah, and like ah, oh, but but Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I keep thinking. I keep looking at my Captain Marvel statue over there. And I keep remembering, but also last year we got the most random surprise of Nintendo going, oh, by the way, uh, we're bringing out Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 oh, to true. Switch. And everyone was like, but we didn't ask for this. We want yeah. it, but like, what? Yeah. Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> How do we get here? Yeah. So like, I, I, I kind of expect a, like, a little surprise like out of nowhere like that. Yeah. Something left field, but it's like, Nintendo, why are you spending money on this? I mean, I know you're making lots of money right yeah, now. Yeah, and I appreciate that you're doing it, but why? what possessed you to do it? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Witcher 1 and 2 on Switch. Mm, and then we've got 3. Yeah, stack them up. And 1 and 2 could only run better. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> only performance improvements. It's another game that you can charge seventy four ninety five for. I want to buy the Witcher on Switch. I'm just curious enough to see that game through on Switch. Yeah. Oh, it's such a good game. It is. Witcher Three is probably one of my. Is probably my. Uh, for all the From Software games, Witcher Three is probably my proudest play. I'm so happy with that, and it was such a such a ride to start from scratch and go all the way through. I tried uh, all the DLC. I started up a new game when yeah. I bought it and put it on the hardest difficulty. And then oh I was, boy! I suck at the combat. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, you watched me. You watched me <laughs> die fourteen times to the first fucking gremlin boggling there. Just like scratch on the foot, dead. Scratch on the foot, dead. Come on, Geralt. On yeah. Hey, man. Geralt. Geralt. Let's do it. Oh yeah. Solaire. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Like, Geralt. He'd so- be good. He was in and he's got uh, his- Soul Calibur. Yeah, and he's got his uh, got his Netflix series coming up. Geralt's hot. He's, topic. You can get him. He's like a skin or something in Daemon X Machina right now. Yeah, like coming yeah. Up. But yeah, also Solaire. Because he already has an amiibo. So yep. yeah, let's do Solaire. Do it. Do it, you cowards. Sweet Geralt amiibo. Two swords. I just want to see him like fight his way through with swords and signs and stuff. Take down, I don't know, Link. See, knock him out and then get to get to Ridley and be like, Silver for Monsters. That's the thing, right? Because Sakurai would have to do it. Yeah, he can't have help to have himself. True mechanics. <laughs> Steel for human, silver for Like, you can, you can, you, it would be a button toggle, right? Yeah. And if you attack, say you attack really with your regular, with your steel yeah. sword, it's like, it's no damage. It's, or it's minimal damage. Yeah, it's very like, small damage. Yeah. Or he, just less. He'd have to right? do it. He, yeah. If he, if he was going to put Geralt in the game, he couldn't help himself. Yeah. You'd have decoctions, like you'd have to take potions <laughs> before certain battles. Meditate. <laughs> Meditate. <laughs> Setting traps. Using <laughs> your crossbows. Oh, man. Crossbows only really effective if in your water, though. Yeah. You gotta otherwise, spend your otherwise fir- it always misses. Yeah, you gotta spend your first half of the um of the fight just studying them, <laughs> just like just like moving around the arena and tracking them and stuff. Tracking them. <laughs> All right, mm. I figured it out. Storms coming. <laughs> now I really want Geralt and Smash. Yeah, do it. And you get that Witcher Three soundtrack. Is on it Geralt Smash. or Geralt? Geralt. Geralt. I think it's Geralt. 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 We'll no, find I think out. It's later. with a hard G. Me too. 
It feels right. Like GIF. Don't you do that. <laughs> Don't you open that up here. Don't you do it. But I mean, it's a book, so it's whatever they want, whatever they want it to be. Um, yeah, now, unfortunately, now that's all I want. I, yeah. just, I just want him. I'm glad we've reached that conclusion. Yeah. Sakurai, you got a little bit of time to put it together. Yeah. Especially just, if only because of the steel and silver sword mechanic. I yep. think that's just, when you look at each of the fighters this pass, they've all had a gimmick, right? Yeah. Because Joker's got Arsene. Yeah. Which is, he builds it up with his um with his counter and then gets, oh God, like a stretch of time where he's just basically invincible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hero has the most ridiculous RNG in the game. Banjo Kazooie is probably the most normal. Yeah. Like Banjo Kazooie's got that, that the most unique thing I can think of is that golden feather across dash. Yeah. Which is basically it goes through anything. But you're gonna do it five times. <laughs> mm. And Terry is just a fighting game character in Smash. Like he's just got everything Terry's got from Final Fight. Yep. There he is. He's got in Smash. All the controls from Final <laughs> Fight. There they are. Yeah. We just put him in. <laughs> we got his code, yeah. we copied it, we yeah. pasted it, bam. Done. Terry Final Fight. It's that easy. It's that easy, kids. <laughs> but yeah, no, now I only want Geralt. Um, but yeah, like as far as anything else goes, because it, it, we can rule out Sony because they've got to stay to play in literally like three hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, imagine like you're just chucking, throwing down stocks um, on just on, on, a, on a casual match or whatever and that like Polish chorus kicks in. Oh. Like that'd be, that'd be his victory theme and like when he you'd want to lose yeah. to him, so you go, like, I want to listen to his music. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I know, that's, all, that's I, all I want. That's, that's all I want. He was in Soul Calibur, it's not impossible. Yeah. No, it's easy, if anything. And he get an amiibo as well. Yep. It's a nice little twenty one dollar little little girl statue. statue. Yep. Done. Done. Well, well Sakurai, we yep. we did it. Uh, don't need to check or anything, just just smash. It's fine, it's done. Yep. Finished. Uh, what else we got? Uh, yeah, they can rule out Sony because it feels like anything they're going to have will be the state of play. Um, which because the immediate thing, like when that Resident Evil Three stuff happened, I was like, oh, there's Game Awards, and Jeff Keighley, obviously a man who can't help himself, was like, oh no 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 no, that's not one of ours. <laughs> all right, all right, Jeff, <laughs> not one of your world premieres. All right, okay. So that one's out. I assume if Seven Remake shows up, because we're still, I'm still gonna get that one more trailer. Yeah. We haven't seen Red 13 yet. Once we see Red 13, we've seen all the playable characters. So I feel like his trailer's coming up pretty soon. Maybe in State of Play as well. Maybe in... Now now we know it's a you know yeah. PlayStation exclusive for a year. Like It feels like a State of Play thing. Will we finally find out what Bluepoint's making? Because mm. Bluepoint's been working away since the Shadow of a Colossus remake. Occasionally popping up to be like, hey, this this game's really ambitious. It's like, what are you making? Like, oh, nothing to worry about. Like, well, what is it? Like, Canto gonna... region. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it. There's plenty of rumors around Abound. The most common one that seems to be bubbling up is Demon Souls. Yeah. Imagine that. A... I don't know if that's if that would be classified as really ambitious. No, me neither. Honestly, I. I think it's more like like I want that's it. What the hive mind wants. Yeah. <laughs> ambitious would be a new IP. Yeah. Ooh. I reckon I'll see a Ghost of Tsushima trailer tonight. Oh, look. Yeah, I said probably. I wouldn't do so. To play. Yeah. I can't help it. I want all these trailers. I think we've Feed them to me. Because it's been over a year since yeah. we've seen one. It's been um, ages. Yeah. And they, they need to be. Because it's, it's been confirmed that Tsushima's been held back till PS5. Or is that, mm, the, is that the. No, but it has been. It has slipped back reportedly because of The Last of Us delay. Yeah. 
So we like Last of Us slips, which we've already had a pretty big blowout, so I don't think we see that again. Uh, and then yeah, Tsushima has slipped a bit at the same time, but it, I think it's still on PS4 as well. Yeah, but it will also be on PS5. But I think that's going to be the case of most of their games next year. Yeah, I think we'll probably see something for Ghost of Tsushima that just looks phenomenal, which is like this is not saying it outright, but next, well, this honestly, is the kind of quality you'll get from. We've seen, uh, a, we've seen a trailer and like that eight minute gameplay demo, mm-hmm. and that's it. That's it. Oh, I love getting excited about video games, but um, I can't think of anything else. Do you have any bets on who wins Game of the Year? Like, <sighs> no, see, so sorry, my brain's still stewing over Girl and Smash, and all I can think of is they're going to be like hey, here to help us. Intru- here to help us um, this year. We've got uh, exclusive footage from uh, the Witcher Netflix series, and it's Henry Cavill walking around doing his witching stuff, like just walking around on set. <laughs> pulling down notices off the board where he gets your quests and stuff from and he takes one of them down with the wax seal on it like imagine that reveal trailer for Geralt yeah like imagine him like he would be hunting a beast like like Ridley or something yeah yeah or just a big Charizard yeah oh man I want that trailer now because again that's the thing I love most about all of these Smash characters they have fantastic trailers yeah and I just want that (sighs) that's all I'm going to think about now (laughs) game of the year okay um, I think that so the nominees off the top of my head are there's Control, yeah, Death Stranding, yeah, Resident Evil Two, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I feel like I'm blanking on something. Sekiro, yeah. Um, how many is that? That's five. I think there's one more. One yeah, more I think there is one. two. Oh, Outer Worlds. I believe yeah. is the other one. Um, what do you think the judges are going to pick? I'm thinking maybe Resi. That's what I'm thinking maybe, as well. Yeah. Um, Control had some jank, unfortunately. Like, it had some real frame rate dives, but I love that game. Yeah. Um, and otherwise, Sekiro is incredible, but I worry that a lot of the voters and stuff will be like, well, I don't want to just, I don't want them to think that I'm doing it just to look hardcore. Yeah. And, like, honestly, like, again, not to also to not put people down, like, maybe not other people finished it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It is. It is a. It's not exactly a super accessible game. It's crazy hard. I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> I love the shit out I, of it. But I, I finished it. It cost me a goddamn head. It cost me some headphones. Yeah. Um, yep. no, I just I, can't keep up the dual shock demands. <laughs> it's so expensive. It's so expensive. Yeah. No. I do. I do think Resi Two as well. I just think. It, I mean, it came out in, in January. Yeah. I'm frankly surprised. Wait. Did you say Outer Worlds or Outer Wilds? Worlds. Wilds is up for something else. Yeah. But Worlds is up for Game of the Year. Yeah, no, I wouldn't give it to Outer Worlds. Me neither. No. Um, Smash, you know, should probably win every award for being every game. It's not, uh, up the, it's not the best soundtrack. It's a, it's an out, it's outrageous. That is actually an outrage because you want to say, <laughs> what's better? Okay, is it better than this? And then you've got, what is that, like 300 songs in Smash? 800 now. 800 songs From like to, to establish that it's better than. So many different IPs. <laughs> Nuts. I know. It's unfair. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they should just give it a separate award. And people are like, oh, but it's mostly just remixes. And it's like, hey, Cadence of Hyrule is up for best soundtrack. And I love that soundtrack, yeah, but, but it, it is, is just remixes. remixes. And yeah. I would definitely say, I would say, okay, we need to have a separate, we need to have an award for Smash for best soundtrack, <laughs> and then we need a best soundtrack that's not Smash. <laughs> like, and that's exactly the same amount of respect. Like how they've got that award that's guaranteed for a Nintendo game, which is best family game. Yeah. And the nominees are all Nintendo. Yeah. And best fighting game, which honestly... Mortal Kombat's up for a chance, but Smash will probably win it. Yeah. 
So like, yeah, I don't know. I love it. I love Achilles. I love a state of play. We've also got a Nindy direct tonight. It's just, it's all happening. Ah, oh, busy time. It is. But I think that'll be the show for this week. Unless you've got anything else you want to bring up? No. Besides no. Garrot and Smash? Yeah, I'm just going to keep stewing on that. Yeah, now. me too. Yeah. I honestly hate you a little bit for doing yeah, it Yeah, sorry, because either, it's either going to be like, wow, we spoiled that for ourselves, or it's just going to be disappointment. Is there another season of Smash characters coming, or is this... There is it? more characters. Okay. For Sakurai will never be free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never be released. Oh, like I just... I want that man to at least go on holiday. Yeah. He, oh. Yeah. You gotta oil your blades, right? You gotta put oil on your blades and stuff. Yep. Sort of like our Shulk has his different blade modes. Yep. He's gonna be the most complicated character. Can't wait to play as him. Can't wait. You heard it here first. Uh, Well, as always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. Uh, If you like what you hear, then feel free to chuck us um, likes, shares, thumbs up, reviews, whatever it is on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on there's so many that we're on you whatever you're listening to it on we'll probably just give us something we'll take it yeah we'll probably be there. Not picky uh alternatively if you want to just keep up with us in general on the social media you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram where we are just dialogue options uh you can find me on twitter where i'm at X l-e-m-o-n-m-a-n-x because i just realized i spat that out and i wanted to really make sure that you know how to spell lemon yeah. man and x uh, look, tweet-wise, I'm just... Christmas is burning me out, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just... I'm wrecked. Two days off is not enough to recover from five days of work. No. It's killing me. <sighs> How are you? Where, where, where can I find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter as well, at Brendigo, with a zero on the end. B-R-E-N-D-I-G-O. Haven't resolved that yet, have <laughs> Haven't resolved it yet? No. Like, no. One, one week, you're going to come on and be like, I did it. I did it. <laughs> I did it. This is my last show. <laughs> There'll be the sound of sirens in the background. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. That escalated. Yep. Uh, I, by, what, by what I mean to say is, I didn't do it. Oh, I yeah, found definitely. found it. Definitely don't say it on the podcast, which is being recorded right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was Brendigo with a zero on the end. Um, I'm not tweeting a great deal, but I love to see what other people are tweeting, so tag me and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Retweet memes. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. It's all that's, yeah. it's so many, so many good memes ta- on Twitter. You can, you can send Baby Yoda's at me, but I have muted, like, <laughs> so much. I've <laughs> muted most of the expanded canon. Um, <laughs> Just like the Star Wars vocabulary, like, yep. muted all. Oh, man, I felt like such an idiot today, though, because I realized I've, I've got about... I have to scroll four times to see the bottom of my Star Wars muted list. I'm like getting real creative. Um, I'm muting shorthand for things. I've muted Puppet Palpatine. I've muted all this stuff. And then <laughs> yeah, I, saw, I like that you're going for the memes as well. Yeah, yeah, I've got to mute the memes. And then I'm just scrolling and I'm like, why is there Star Wars in my feed? What's happened here? Oh, that's right. The only thing that's in here that I have not <laughs> muted is hashtag Star Wars. <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, all oh. right, well, at least I caught that early. Let's, let's go. It's a rookie that. mistake. It was a massive rookie mistake. Oh, no. Yep. Gotten too, too, too granular, right? Anyway, that's well. my Twitter competence story. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me. Uh, and as for everyone else, we'll let our wonderful theme song see us out, and we'll catch you guys next week for our Game Awards. I guess our show. You heard the bet, didn't you? Or do you know the, the stakes, right? So Joel and I squared off this year. Yeah. And uh, loser has to play Jump Force. 
Rad. And come yeah. back to the show with notes. Okay, with notes. <laughs> because we, it's because I was scrolling, because we're trying to think of something fun, because, you know, last year the Fighters Pass just worked so well. We're like, what if we just played it? You know what? Games Pass has so many games. Yeah. And I was like, Joel, actually, I saw Jump Force on there. Yeah. That's it. That's the, that's the stakes. Because it'll it'll anger me, yeah. and it'll confuse Joel. Yeah. So either way... <laughs> Somebody wins. Someone wins, and yeah. it's... Oh, boy. Anyway, yeah, theme song will take us out, and we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. options podcast